gentlemen, welcome back to ContiCast. This week is a very special episode, actually. Why is that, Brendan? Because we have Colby Ambrosio, senior uh, forward on the hockey team, here with us. Colby, how are you? Good, man. How are you guys? Doing awesome. Doing awesome. Yeah, doing well. It's been a long day, but uh, happy to record the podcast. Four classes? Four classes. Now it's podcast time. I had uh, two classes. I had a midterm today. Uh, Glad to get that over with. Just came back from practice, so feeling pretty good now. Yeah, fun tomorrow. We saw the TikTok. The TikTok was good. The day, the day <laughs> yeah, in the life, yeah, yeah, I saw it. I forgot about that. Tried to have some fun with it. Nice. Yeah, it was good. But anyways, we'll get into some just kind of questions here about kind of who is Colby Ambrosio. So first off, you're from you're from Welland, Ontario. Yes. Right. For the people that don't know too much about that, how would you describe Welland and what's your hometown like? Um, a small city, um, just right outside of Niagara Falls. Right. Um. Known as the Rose City, actually, um, brought us some good some good talent. Uh, Dan Paye, who, you know, the Stanley Cup champion. Paul Bissonnette, also from Welland, Ontario. Um, but interesting. Um, yeah, obviously it's a great town. I miss it a lot. I, I don't I don't really get to go back much unless uh, it's the summer. But um, you know, I'm uh, big big supporter of Welland, big supporter of the teams and, and stuff back home. And uh, obviously, I love the place. So yeah, it's a big name, Biz Nasty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, also. Uh, what's it like being the only Canadian? I know some people on Elite Prospects, at least, have half Canadian, half U.S., but are you the only pure Canadian by your standards? Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, it's good. I, uh, I'm i obviously proud to be Canadian. Um, I'm not not dual, like you just said. I'm um, just strictly Canadian. I get made fun of here and there for, for a couple things I say in, in the way I pronounce things, but, no, yeah, I love, love Canada. I love back home. Uh, obviously, it's a great country, but, you know, I've been in, I've been in America now for, for – Obviously, I'm a senior, so four years. I played juniors in Nebraska, and then uh, I played for the Buffalo Junior Sabres. So I've been here for, for quite some time, and people always ask me why I'm not dual yet, but we'll see. Maybe I'll get there. I don't know. You Next. got any French? I assume you do, right? Like, Yeah, We well, so we learn. I'm not I'm not French-Canadian, but we learn French back home from pretty much right. junior kindergarten all the way up uh, through, you know, eighth grade, high school, stuff like that. So I know a little bit. Okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah, you mentioned uh, the Buffalo Junior Sabres. Um, Kind of before that, who, who who's the person who got you into the sport? I mean, everyone in Canada plays it, but who's that like leading figure in your life? Yeah, I'd feel like it's pretty hard to come by. Uh, you know, someone who's Canadian that hasn't hasn't yeah. touched the ice before. Um, but I would say my father. Um, right. He uh, he played hockey growing up, um, and I have two older brothers that also played. Um, two guys that I always you know look up to even to this day. Same with my father. So they got got me into it at a young age. I think I. Started skating when I was like two years old, so I started pretty young. Um, I feel like that's pretty common um, back home, at least. But yeah, I would say those three guys—they're um, my rocks. They—they they, they got me into it, and uh, you know I'm glad they did because you know it's my life right now, and uh, hope it is for a while. So I assume you were the younger brother trying to make it with them, just like winning all the puck battles. Oh yeah, I we, assume they made it hard on you. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. They—they uh, they beat me up quite a bit when I was younger. Um, you know whether that was many sticks in the basement or, or just going on the ice and whatnot. So. I'd say uh, I could take them now, but uh, when I was younger, yeah, they gave it to me a little bit. What do you think your biggest takeaway from youth hockey was? If you learned one thing from youth hockey, what was it? Um, I would say, honestly, to just have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, in youth hockey, you kind of grow up with the same guys playing on the same team for a while. You you have, you know, a special bond with those type of guys, but, you know, it doesn't make it, doesn't make it as great um, if you're not having fun. So I think that was something that I kind of – really focused on and, and stuff like that when I was younger just just always having fun with it because 
you know, you can't, at that age, you can't treat it like a job. You just got to treat it like, hey, you know what, I'm going to go have fun, see what happens, but uh, just have a great time all the time. Yeah, you mentioned the the Buffalo Junior Sabres. I assume before that you played youth or minor in Canada. What was kind of like the transition like between the Canadian game and the American game when you moved into the States? Yeah, I would say it wasn't too big of a transition. Um, I think when I first got to the Junior Sabres, I think uh, I was a little more chippy. Um, right. You know, guys, uh, you know, like to throw big hits and, and stuff. But I think skill-wise and stuff, it was, it was the same. There's a lot of skilled players kind of everywhere you play. But uh, I would say – Definitely a little, little more chippy for sure. Yeah, I just remember like youth hockey, like when we play the Canadian teams, we just get rolled, and they just, <laughs> they, they would have so much flow to their game, and we would, I would play with a bunch of weirdos trying to do cheap shots and whatever. But I agree with you, is what you're saying. Like, yeah, that's true. Um, I imagine you had the choice between the CHL and the USHL. Uh, what factors impacted your decision? Yeah, so. Actually, funny story. So, obviously, growing up in Canada, or at least in, I'm from Ontario, so um, all you hear about as a young kid is OHL, OHL, OHL. Right. So, I grew up kind of watching the OHL, um, and I actually didn't know what the NCAA was until I was in uh, grade 8, or 8th mm-hmm. grade, you guys say. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we say grade yeah, 8, yeah. <laughs> something I get made fun of for all the time. But, um, yeah, so once I kind of heard about, I went to a, a talk about the NCAA, I just kind of had a talk with with my family and we all kind of thought that that was you know a better route um mm. you know obviously yeah. want to get school underneath your belt but also be able to play at the highest level so i think uh in terms of ncaa i think it's a great route and i'm uh, i'm glad I, I chose it what was the hometown o team for you was that niagara yeah the yeah. niagara ice dogs yeah. yeah yeah a lot of good memories with those games oh yeah for yeah. sure yeah always going there when i was younger yeah uh what'd you learn most from tri-city uhsl that's where you played right yeah so I would say well, I learned a lot of things there. I had I had a great coach, um, Anthony Noreen. He's awesome. But I think something that I learned from there is just being able to adapt. Um, I went in there when I was 16. Um, so obviously playing with being one of the youngest guys um, there, you have to be able to, you know, play with, with older guys and be able to adapt to that type of game. So I think – you know, just learning how to play with with older guys, and you know, just because you're the younger guy, not not shying away from anything. So yeah, any like crazy moment from Tri City or what state is that in? I forgot. It's in uh, Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but crazy moments. I'm trying so to just think. like a fond memory. Uh, I, well, it's very small. So in in yeah. Kearney, Nebraska, where I played, it was really small, and there was a street called Second Ave. And it was just a straight line, and anything you needed—groceries, right. restaurant, even the rink—just all down that, there, yeah. all down that strip. <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty nice, but pretty funny. Now we'll um, we'll get into BC a little bit. Uh, a lot of people have—I know um, when Cutter went on that podcast last year, he talked a lot about his decision about going to BC um, and kind of like what impacted that versus like you know other schools maybe in the Hockey East or NCAA. Um, what brought you to Boston College? Yeah, so I would say um, Coach York was obviously a big factor along with, with the other coaches here. Um, obviously, his resume is unbelievable, but I think just the talent that, that BC has, has kind of brought out and the players that they've brought to the NHL. Um, guys, obviously, everyone knows about Johnny Goudreau, um, Alex Tuck, who good family friends with. Um, oh, wow. Cam Atkinson, those type of players. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You know, just watching those players when I, when I was younger and looking up to them, it was kind of no-brainer to come here and, and you know, see if uh, 
see if I could obviously excel at that level as well. Did you hear about Coach York up in Canada? Is that does he have notability up there or no? Um, no, you don't hear. Yeah. Honestly, you don't hear too much. Or at least when I was younger, you didn't hear too much about the NCAA. Now it's kind of getting pushed over, mm. um, right. to Canada, which which a lot of people are hearing about now, which I think is a great thing. But I honestly, I didn't know too much about him until obviously that NCAA talk when I was in in grade eight, and then kind of doing doing a little bit of research. Mm. Any any crazy moment or fondest memory from Coach York? I know you're the one of the few people who've done both coaches. So, yeah. Um, fondest memory with Coach York? I don't. Oh, I'm trying to think. Actually, he's not he's not a fan of uh, of of cursing and swear words. He's, right, I could say that. Yeah, he's obviously really really respectful guy and um, not a not a fan of that of that stuff. So that was a little bit of an adjustment for me. Just if I'm like in the locker room, just messing around with the guys, sometimes I yeah. I slip up, say a few a few curse words and, and whatnot. But uh, no, that's probably something that sticks out to me. Just kind of the way he approached. Um, Every day, also, he's obviously a great person, great coach, and uh, does things his own way for sure, but in, right. a, in a good way for sure. Yeah. Um, lots of former teammates you got to know over the years, Coons, like Eamon, your four year roommate, like you were saying, and then Nestranko. Um, what have you learned from them, kind of in your journey here? Yeah, so me and Eamon now have been roommates four years. Um, Coons and Nestor, me, Coons, Nestor, and, and Pals, we uh, were pretty much. Pretty much best friends. Um, we were with each other all the time when Coons and Nestor were here. Um, but I would say what I learned from them is just honestly hard work, which is very, very dedicated, all three of them. Um, guys that, you know, put in the work off the ice, whether that's in the gym or, or in the shooting room and also on the ice as well. So it was nice to see, and I'm just, uh, you know, kind of glad that I could watch all that and obviously be really close with all of them. One thing that I just thought of is what's that like when, I guess, I don't know, I think of, Nikita getting his like NHL debut. What's that like when you are like watching that and seeing someone that you've played with for so long and someone you know so well get on that NHL ice? Does that is that like a surreal feeling? Because yeah. I imagine it would be. Oh yeah, for sure. He's a, he's like my best friend. So honestly, um, when I was when I was watching his debut, I uh, I almost shed a tear there. It was I was yeah. so proud yeah. of him. It was uh, so happy for him. Um, just you know all his hard work paying off and. You know, seeing him in that in that Ducks uniform is a little different than than you know seeing him in the locker room and yeah. uh, lining up next to him. But it was obviously awesome, surreal for me as well. Like I'm sure, obviously it was for him and his family. But just watching him on you know on the big stage and watching him excel is just unbelievable. What was uh, Kuntar like in the locker room as a leader? I know he was he was a, a last year, so yeah, no, he was awesome, really vocal. But you know he he said a lot of things, but he backed it up with his actions, which is obviously right. something that that you see from a lot of great leaders. Um, very dedicated, very motivated. He was just a uh, great leader to have, and I was honestly just happy to be a part of it. I mean, just like like you were saying, just like seeing his effort on the ice, like especially like little things, like in the face-off circle. I know that's something that can frustrate people. For sure. But just seeing his emphasis on the ice with stuff like that, it's just it's special to see. Yeah, he's dialed, dialed for sure. <laughs> yeah. What was the transition to Greg Brown like? It was good. It was, it was really good. Brownie's awesome, or Coach Brown, I should say. He's uh <laughs> He's he's an awesome individual, um, you know. Not besides being a coach, he's just just a great person, yeah. um, really respectful. Um, but you know, he has he has a lot of knowledge of the game. Obviously, he was yeah. with the Rangers um, there for a couple of years. Um, he was here before that, and then he was in the USHL and whatnot. But the the transition was was honestly awesome because obviously Coach York had a lot of uh, brilliance in terms of you know how the game should be played, and Coach Brown has the same thing. So. Yeah. Getting back to the season as a whole here, you guys are off to a great start. 
You've only lost, I think, two games at this point. We're going to take a break for some game one notes. For those <coughs> of you who don't know, uh, BC played Maine this weekend. They had two games set up in Orono. Right off the bat, Lyndon Breen buried a loose puck uh, to take the lead. Um, puck just squeaks through Fowler's pads right there. Uh, unfortunate, but moments later, Jack Malone ties the game off of another great feed from Pro. Um, it's a trend. We're seeing that all season. Now. It's <laughs> yeah. a trend, yeah. And then, Colby, you can maybe correct my French here, but I, I have no idea how to pronounce this guy's name. Don so I'm just going to call him Donovan VH here. How do you how do you say that? Let me see it. <laughs> Let me see it. Where is it? It's uh, Villeneuve. Man, I don't know. How to, I don't know about the last. Maybe El, but Villeneuve. You want to say it to the mic for us, or want so the audience can hear it? I know the. I think it's. I think it's Villeneuve, but I don't know the last part. Maybe El. El. I don't. Know. I'm not too. That's sure. better than we would have said. So Anyways, that works. He got one off the faceoff to tie the game, or to take the lead rather. And then Bradley Nadeau buries another one seconds later off of a one T. Leonard connect collects a late one off of a strong net drive. So that was that was really important. But then are not unfortunately got the empty netter there. Some thoughts after that game. Fowler and Osman have played fantastic in that game, nonetheless. Yeah. Colby, I'm sure you can attest to that. Fowler's been a solid piece to come oh, in yeah. this year. What would you say about his game? Yeah, I think it's pretty pretty easy to see. He's um I think he's one of the top goalies in the country, if yeah. not the top goalie. Yeah. Um obviously that it's hard to do coming in as a freshman, but you know, he's doing it. He's um great kid, but yeah, definitely between the pipes, he's uh, he's stellar and just honestly, it's great to see. Sometimes it pisses me off a little bit in practice, but uh, <laughs> no, it's good to, good to have him on our side. That's for sure. Yeah. Speaking of practice, the other goalies not have not seen really the ice quite yet. But what can you tell the listeners about kind of who they are in practice? Because you play against them every day. I'm sure they've had some great moments. Yeah, no, for sure. We I, we have three great goalies. Obviously, Jan and uh, or Jan, we call him Jan, but uh, and Moose. <laughs> They're uh, obviously two great goalies as well, um, and just great kids. But uh, yeah, definitely they've uh, they've definitely made some some big saves in practice on me that I'm not too uh, too happy about. But uh, you know, obviously, just like I said about fouls, it's good to have them on our side. But obviously, two two really good goalies as well. Cool, um, Colby. I know we spoke about this very briefly in lower, but what is the environment in Maine like? Because it looks crazy, and we were gonna try to make the trip up there maybe next year. But what's it, what's it no like? Shot. No shot. Maybe. I don't know. Um, what's it yeah. like? What's the environment up there? Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. Definitely one of the wildest atmospheres I've played in. Um, and I would say not even in college hockey, even compared to juniors and everywhere else, it's it's just wild. They have, their fans there are obviously very dedicated to their team. But, uh, yeah, they're just screaming a whole bunch of nonsense. Try yeah. to uh, try to try to block it out. But, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, in between, in between periods or – during warm-ups or stuff like that, you hear a couple things being said and you just laugh. It's uh, they're they're pretty crazy. They right. they love uh, they they love to to kind of get going up there in the crowd, but you know it's always fun. So, what do you think is your favorite place to play outside of Conti Forum? Because I'm sure the Conti Forum is the place in your mind. It is for us. 100%. But what if you had to pick one other arena? It could be in the Hockey East or anywhere that you've been. Where what arena do you think kind of either like in terms of the environment or just you had a good game there or whatever. I would say it's always fun um, playing away and playing against BU. Yeah, I would say just the rivalry we have there, and obviously they're all every time when you skate out the ice there, they're just booing you and just going crazy. So I think the atmosphere there has been pretty fun to play, um, and yeah. I'm excited to get back there. Yeah, it should be a good home and home in January. We got um, 
What was the craziest moment from Maine this weekend? Was there a crazy moment? Anything that stuck out, either on the ice or off? Uh, craziest moment. I th- Yeah, I think uh, we were at um, – we went out to eat. Or when was it? I think Thursday night. Uh, and obviously, we play Friday, Saturday. So, we were there Thursday, went out to eat Thursday night, and just – People just staring us down, giving us thumbs down, saying, you guys, you guys suck, or you guys are going to lose tomorrow. I can't wait to beat you, you know, stuff like that. So, um, I would no say No one's barred there. They're really, they're really in it, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just everyone you find there is a huge main hockey fan. So, you uh, when you get there, you'll definitely get some chirps sent your way. Also, I have a question. Like, I'm sure every hockey player can attest to this. You talk about bus legs. Like, what, is that, what does that mean? What, what can the listeners know about that? Yeah, I would say just if you're going up the day of – um, obviously just sitting on the bus or laying down, you, your legs get a little tired, get build up the lactic acid. So I would say that's bus legs is never fun to have. So got to make sure that, you know, you're either trying to stretch on the bus or roll out right when you get off the bus or something like that, put your legs up, get the blood flowing. Yeah. It was good to see you guys get down there a little bit earlier this time. Did you get there Thursday then? Yeah, yeah. we got there Thursday. Yeah. I'm assuming there's some big advantage in that. Just kind of having an extra, I mean, you, I'm assuming you guys skated that day too. Yeah. So that's nice, mm. but. Yeah, anyway, we're going to move on to game two here. Um, Felix Trudeau gets the opener off of a rebound, um, squeaks through Fowler's five-hole right there. But then Perot, once again, snipes one short side off of another Leonard pass. That was, I believe, the second goal that Perot had on the year. So that was that was great. And then Josh Nadeau ties the game off of a great power play passing play. Um, and then Leonard clutches up down the stretch and ties the game off of a great effort for Smith and Perot, those three connecting once again. And then in the shootout, um, overtime, nonetheless, heads to the shootout. Pro, Gustafson, Fowler, step up big time and win it for the Eagles. Um, we always talk about on this on this podcast how Gabe Pro, we, we call him a quiet scorer. You don't really know he's out there, maybe not doing too much. But then you look down the score sheet, it's got, he's got two points on the night. How would you describe his play? Oh, man, he's... Obviously, he's an unbelievable player. He's so skilled. He's so smart. Just the little plays he makes, you know, whether that's getting the puck out or making a certain little subtle move and then getting a pass off so quick um, or just shooting the puck from a crazy angle and, it, you know, right. generating, generating a great play off of it. He's um, obviously an unbelievable player. Um, the Rangers definitely got a steal with yeah. him, that's yeah. for sure. Uh, he's also Rookie of the Week for the listeners who don't know about that. So that's great. And then freshman skaters as a whole, who has stood out to you besides Gabe? Um, I would honestly, all of our freshmen have been unbelievable. Right. Um, you know, obviously, Smitty's been unbelievable. Leno, Gabo, Aram, Fort, Fowles. All, I love the abbreviations. That's <laughs> yeah, great. I get, I can name every single freshman. Yeah. But, right. Um, you know, not just the guys I mentioned, but all of them, of honestly, in general. My line mate voter will vote. He's been unbelievable. I love playing with him. Um, but yeah, man, it's just we're very lucky to have the young talent that we got this year um and you know it's, it's great obviously to have them on our on our side there but they're all uh you know unbelievable players and unbelievable people so it's great now i have a little bit of a question something that anthony and i theorize about a lot shootouts mm-hmm. what do you like them or do you not because sometimes i think that some people really like them some people think they're intense and i know that a lot of fans at least hate the fact that the bean pot last year ended in a shootout. That was a big thing that a lot of people, you know, mm. had some gripes about. What do you think, I, from a player's perspective, what is a shootout like? Because 
you know, you should have seen us huddled around the TV um, (laughs) on Saturday night, you know, freaking out when uh, Gustafson scored. But, like, what is that like as a player? Yeah, obviously, I think shootouts are are interesting, that's for sure. They, you know, obviously you could could take out your skill and kind of that aspect just – show what you can do just one-on-one with you and the goalie. But if it was up to me, I would say just continuous overtime. Yeah, um, I think we would say that as well. Yeah, obviously, make can make a lot of skill plays in overtime. And also, three-on-three three overtime, there's always action. There's always stuff going on. So if it was up to me, I would say stay with the, stay with overtime. But since we won in that shootout, I'm not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> what was the reaction like uh, the team when we found out that the Beanpot was going to transition to a shootout? Honestly, I did, none of, we didn't really talk about it. Uh, to be honest, yeah. but I it's think, all business. Yeah, all, all business, pretty much. But we try uh, not to let it get to that point, you know. Trying yeah. to trying to win, try to win in regulation or, or overtime or whatever it is. But yeah, we don't really talk about it too much. I think a lot of the guys would probably want overtime, just mm. overtime. I'm yeah. not 100 percent sure on that, so don't quote me on it. But I mean, for me, I would say I would love for it to just stick with overtime. We'll I do agree. we'll do a little flash forward to the bean pot. I'm sure that you're hyped that you're playing BU in your senior year. Um, what has your experience in the Beanpot been like? Do you love playing at TD Garden? Does it get you excited for that NHL atmosphere at one point? Um, what's it like? Yeah, man, for sure. It's unbelievable. Um, you know, my freshman year, the Beanpot got canceled right. due to COVID and whatnot. But hmm. my sophomore and junior year, um, it was surreal. It was yeah. unbelievable. Just the atmosphere, the amount of people of people screaming chanting you know after a goal and everyone going crazy it was just the atmosphere is unbelievable um you know very grateful that you know we can be a part of the bean pot um and that i that i'm at a school that that is a part of that you know tradition um but i would say yeah it's it's unbelievable um hoping you know we're working towards um you know that goal of obviously we all want to win the bean pot that that is obviously something that that we all um kind of dream of and, and, and kind of want so I would say the last two years um we haven't we haven't got that that milestone so this year we're, we're definitely pushing for it and that's uh it's a good know, year for it we got win. we got a great great team and it's your senior year so we gotta we gotta honor Colby for Ambrosio sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure anyways we're gonna head to our last section here or close to the last section quick fire call outs where he's gonna be calling out some of his teammates real fast <laughs> right off the bat we got best hot mic on the team Best hot mic, I would say. I remember say, there was a couple of uh, like segments. Sorry, last year with, yeah, on yeah. The Instagram with like people wearing the mic in practice. I would say someone who'd be hilarious on the mic would be Aiden Hershuk. I call him Freddie, so I say that now. But um, <laughs> Freddie, he's got some some great one liners. I think he'd be hilarious on there. Why Freddie? Honestly, no idea. Just one day I looked at him <laughs> and I was like, "You should be a Freddie." And then I just I just ran away with it. Started calling him that. Who has the best flow on the team? Assuming that you're number one and someone else is after you. <laughs> um, best flow on the team, I'll give it to uh, Ryan Leonard because he came with me uh, a couple weeks ago to get a mullet, so I'll give it to him. Perfect. Yep. Best nickname? There's a lot of year. good ones, so I'm curious. Um, it's a laundry list. Best nickname? Um, I would say Jamie Armstrong, call him the bar. Just, I don't know, arm bar, just arm, arm strong. That's Army. a good one. I like that. Yeah, just call him the bar. I think that one's pretty great. Who's the best golfer? Best golfer. Ooh. We actually have some pretty good golfers on our team. I would say, oh, man, either Mike Posma or Will Trager. Ooh, nice. Yeah. 
Weirdest pregame routine. Mine? You're saying? What do you oh, do? Oh, man. Uh, I am a creature on game days. I <laughs> do a bunch of weird stuff. But um, <laughs> I would say one that I could give you before I, uh, I leave to go to the rink, um, I take like six tiny little sips out of this one water bottle. It's weird, really weird, but it's <laughs> something that I always do. So. I know a lot of those Canadians have a lot of those pre-game routines. Crosby, for example, I remember he in that some of those interviews like it was always the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Oh yeah, Dude, if, I, <laughs> if I talked about my superstitions, I think we'd be here for a couple hours. Gotcha, so. gotcha. Weirdest equipment alteration. So maybe like who has a weird like or order they put on their gear or whatever, something like that, or oh. something weird they do to their tape. Or I would say. To Gabo never tapes his stick. It's uh, notice that Jan, um, no our, tape on his stick. One man. of our goalies tapes his stick and just does a design on it, which is pretty funny. So uh, it's been working. So got to keep doing it. But <laughs> yeah, I'd say that for sure. Who is making you laugh the most on the ice and off? If they're different answers or if they're the same, on the ice and off, um, I would say. Freddie cracks me up all the time. Um, he's one of my roommates. Uh, Shammy's funny dude. He cracks me up both on and off the ice. I'd say for both of them. Um, we'll give you one more though. Uh, I'd say Joycey Connor Joyce. Ah, yeah, funny, funny dude. He he's yeah. always making me laugh. So you he, he made me laugh in class actually. Yeah, he's like he, a couple of days. Ago. Yeah, he's a funny dude. Yeah, he's funny. This is a juicy one. Who's leaving before the bill comes? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. You boys better not listen to this one. Uh, <laughs> leaving before the bill comes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw, uh, I'm gonna throw Posty Jack Malone under the bus here. I'd say, uh, I'd say Posty for sure. He's Posty, got, that's he's got the alligator name. arms. Yeah, 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 <laughs> the alligator arms exactly. <laughs> Who's the most active in the team group chat? Uh, Freddie. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. And then this is my personal favorite. Who still talks about their uh, junior career? To be honest, nobody really talks about it too much. Oh, Interesting. Really? Yeah, I can't really call anyone out there. Yeah, yeah. no. Even with the the Americans winning the the gold medal there, or no? Yeah, they haven't they haven't they, even talked about it too much. So uh, no, they're uh, <laughs> no. Honestly, yeah, no one really talks about their. Not, I mean, at least not that I've heard. Yeah. yeah so I can't really call anyone out there. Yeah. If you had a choice of a goal song, what would your goal song be? Goal song, oh man. Um, I would say, uh, what's what's the song called? I think it's called uh, "Bella Ciao." Oh, oh, like the we we talk about that song a lot. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like the remix, I'm assuming they're like EDM or from, the original one. No, no, no. I think, oh man, that's the one from uh, Money Heist, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, remix. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah I'm. Li- yeah, wow, listen. we talk about I that. I put that one. on all the time. I, I'd say that one for sure. That's crazy. We have, <laughs> yeah. we've talked about Bella Ciao a lot. By the recently. way, we need to we need to get Conti, whoever, to switch the goal song to something like that because I don't know what have they they have right now, but it's it's not that good. I think <laughs> it's not even memorable. So, um, what is the, your favorite goal you've scored ever? Ever, ever. Um, favorite goal ever. It, it could be a recent memory if you can't. Yeah, it could be fa- favorite goal recently if you if you want. I would say. One of my favorite goals, I think, was against Northeastern my sophomore year. It was our home opener. 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I remember just that one. Yeah. Coming, coming after, coming back after freshman year where we couldn't have fans. Yeah. That the the atmosphere we had that game was unbelievable. That was so a I crazy think, game. I, I think that. Uh, that goal was was pretty fun. Just everyone kind of the building going crazy. And I see. We love the tattoos. We've noticed them before. <laughs> um, I guess it's all kind of one. So I was gonna say, what's your favorite tattoo? But what's your favorite piece of it? Is it the lion? My favorite piece of it. I got like how many? One, two, three. I have six right now. Um, I don't know necessarily if I have a favorite because they all have different meanings. Right. Um, they look dope though. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Uh, man, which one? It's all pretty much family related. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I would say I, they're all my favorite just because the meaning they have behind yeah. them. I got a good saying here too. Um, I got like a semicolon for like suicide awareness. Yeah. It says uh, hmm. it's for one of my buddies um, that I lost my freshman year and it says everybody, somebody's everything. So I think that that's, you know, obviously something that um, is really important to me and, you know, just kind of getting the message out there that, you know, you're never alone and that, um, you know, there's always, always someone that cares about you. Even if, you know, you might be down and you might not think that, you know, there's someone out there that cares about you or has your back. There's always someone that does. So I think it's yeah, a good message. That's really to get powerful. Out there. Yeah. Right. Transitioning. There's a lot of great jerseys in the NCAA. What's your favorite opponent Jersey? That you've seen favorite opponent jersey anything but BU don't say BU. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanna, I wanna. um favorite opponent jersey I would say oh man I think I, I think I, Notre Dame's got some nice jerseys yeah, I would right. say them I uh, my high school back home is actually Notre Dame too so we have like oh this, really yeah we have like the same kind of outfits obviously as they do so I think that's pretty cool, especially with like the gold helmets and stuff like that. So, random thing this just made me think of: What do you think of Arizona State's jerseys? And also, what was the trip out to Arizona like at the end of last year? Yeah, no, I think I like their jerseys. I think it's pretty. I think they're awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was great. And obviously, Arizona's a great place. Um, great weather too. Yeah. Um, but no, it was a lot of fun. Um, we. Because uh, it was like New Year's when you guys were out there, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. So, we had uh, like. We made the most of it. We, we did a couple hikes, and you know, we kind of walked around campus and did yep. stuff like that. So that was that was fun. But um, you know, we were we were focused on getting some wins there. So. Yeah, yeah. Favorite NHL team? Uh, Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, good answer. Yeah, <laughs> this is an interesting one. Player you would go back in time to play with? Go back in time to play with Wayne Gretzky. Not even good. Easy answer. answer. Yeah, that's. Uh, I feel like that's a no-brainer. And then a uh, teammate skill you would want the most. Ooh. You want a goaltend like Fowler? <laughs> I'm trying to think, man. There's we have a lot of skilled players. Oh yeah. Um, I would say maybe uh, I'll give my roommate a shout out here. He's nasty in shootouts, so I would say his shootout ability, Eamon Powell. Cool. Yeah. And then because this uh, college institution, what's your career <laughs> other than the hockey? Say it again. What's Sorry. your career other than hockey? Oh, I'm in the business school. I'm um, in uh, leadership and management. Okay. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm glad I'm in that. A couple of the other guys are in that with me. Eamon, my roommate's in that too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good. And now we have some bonus questions. One that we personally have been waiting for a long time to ask. Why the Baltimore Ravens? <laughs> because we see you post pretty much every Sunday about oh, it. Oh, yeah. And we're Game thinking, tonight too, actually. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this is basically a post. Um, so we're wondering, like, is there a connection there? Because we couldn't, we were like, wouldn't he root for the Bills? Or I don't know. But why the Ravens? 
Um, I'm a huge Lamar fan. I think that was cool. probably something that, right. that brought me there. But and now Zay. Yeah, so. and now Zay, obviously, which is unbelievable. He's doing great. But um, yeah, I think growing up, I honestly, when I was younger, I didn't watch too much of football. My yeah. brothers always did. My brothers are like diehard Cowboys fans. Oh, really? And okay. just, I mean, obviously not. The Cowboys and Ravens are obviously aren't like rivals or anything, but I just wanted to pick a different team from them. Yeah, um, fair. So yeah, obviously Ravens are having a great season. So yeah, so far not trying to jinx anything. Knock no, on wood. wood. But, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty happy. But no, yeah, flock up, baby. And then something I've always wondered: what's the what's the deal with the bang ring Rufio thing? I've always... what does that mean? <laughs> I know it's from a hook, right? It's, yeah. So it's uh, this golf channel that I watch. Bob does sports. Oh. Okay. Um, if you guys haven't looked at it you guys got to watch it it's unbelievable they they got uh bob uh joey cold cuts and uh fat perez they call him this guy's a stick unbelievable <laughs> um and but uh joey cold cuts is the one that always like if he has like a good shot or like unreal drive just pipes it like 300 and something down the fairway um he's he like goes into the camera and he's like bang rang rufio or like a nice like putt and he's saying it and i was i just loved it so i was like you know what i'll just throw that into it as well it's great and it's become iconically colby ambrosio so <laughs> yeah um cool we'll get a little bit of the uh around the league stuff uh lowell was swept by bu uh, bu is obviously having a phenomenal season um and i guess i'll ask another question to colby about this um with BU having so much talent this year, does that make it even that much more exciting to play them? Now we have them, we're playing them three times this year, home and home and Beanpot. Does that make it that much more exciting? Yeah, for sure. I think it's always exciting playing BU. Yeah. Um, but definitely with, with the talent that they have and the talent that we have, I think it's going to be unbelievable atmosphere, unbelievable game. And I'm obviously excited. I uh, can't wait to, to obviously play them, whether it's here or there in the Beanpot. So we're yeah. all excited and something that we look forward to for sure. Yeah. And uh, Providence sweeps Northeastern. Providence looks really good. Svedback's an incredible goalie. Um, Michigan and Minnesota split. Um, still, neither of them are better than Wisconsin, I might add. Um, but um, both they're both having good years, too. Um, how much do you watch uh, non-Hockey East college games? Do you watch them a lot or not really? Replays? Um, I would say replays. Uh, um, I have a couple buddies that obviously play elsewhere, but um, I Honestly, I don't focus on it too much. Just yeah. trying to focus in on on us and you know what we can do to win. But yeah, I'll definitely watch some replays. Definitely with our captain last year, Marshall Warren, um, being oh, yeah. in Michigan, we we like to to you know kind of see how he's doing and stuff like that. So that's always fun. How is he doing? I haven't really looked that much. Well, and, yeah, no, he's doing good. He's good, doing good. Yeah, good, yeah. good to hear. Uh, Harvard Downs Cornell, which I put a few exclamation points with, because that's kind of wild to me. Because Cornell's having a really good year. Um, and mark my words, we will get to a game at Cornell. Um, hopefully that's on the BC hockey schedule in the future. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen videos of Cornell, but they're, they're kind of one of those schools like Maine where it's like middle of nowhere, so many students. Um, so we'll, we'll get a game um, at the Big Red Barn at some point. But now uh, transitioning to this weekend, we got a home and away set against UConn. Um, Anthony, what are we thinking? We... Uh, I'm not sure. I know they got Matthew Wood. He's he's a phenomenal. Oh, yeah. He's also a Canadian. Yeah. So what can you say about his game? Uh, yeah, obviously he's a great player. Really skilled. He's got a good shot. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's obviously really talented. So yeah. it's fun to, to kind of match up and play against that type of talent. All right. That's all the time we have for today. But for all the listeners, get out there and support Colby and the rest of the boys on Friday.
Yeah, and I got I got to throw it out there. Uh, I've never experienced Posty not paying for the bill. I just wanted to throw him out there. So Posty, <laughs> Posty, if you're listening to this, I was just kidding. <laughs> but anyways, we'll again. be back after the Thanksgiving break. And until then, take care, everybody. Cheers, fellas. Sweet. <laughs>